0: Hi everyone, welcome to the Spectrum of Health podcast. I'm Dr. Christine Schaffner, and I wanted to introduce to you a series I did earlier this year called the Luminary Talks. I invited my colleagues, my mentors, and my friends to give us lectures and inspirational information during this very paradigm shifting time, which where I feel there's a huge opportunity to reframe how we look at medicine and illness and empower each other today. So I hope that you take this journey and learn from these inspired luminaries and enjoy this series. Well, um, it's 11 o'clock in Seattle and 2 o'clock in uh, D.C., Virginia, where Dr. Marie is joining us from, and I just want to thank everyone who's joining us live, and we have a real treat. I've been having so much fun doing uh, this series, Um, and I, of course, thought that Dr. Marie would be such a wonderful guest. Um, I know her as a dear friend, and she's been my doctor since 2005, I think, right? 2005, 2006, and... She really inspired me to go on the path that I have in my own work, and I am, um, yeah, she's just so much to share. She's a gifted doctor and gifted energy worker as well, and we're going to dive into a topic that we are calling Reconnecting to Our Roots and Reclaiming Our Power, Establishing Energetic autom- Autonomy During Uncertain Times, so we have so much to go through. And before uh, we dive in, if you're new to Dr. Marie, she's been on my podcast, she's going to join us for our lymph and hormone cleanse. Um, But Dr. Marie is a trauma-informed naturopathic doctor in practice since 2002. She also has over 20 years of experience as a craniosacral practitioner. Her own personal healing journey led her to experience and studied a myriad of energy healing modalities. She truly believes in the body's innate healing wisdom and is passionate about helping others gain access to their inner power. We collaborate in patient care, and it was a real treat when um, Dr. Marie lived in the Bay Area, and we um, worked on patients together, and I refer to her often, so it's just an honor to have you here, Marie, so welcome. Thank you
1: so much for the wonderful introduction, Dr. Christine, and maybe someday we'll talk um, Twist your arm to come out here and treat co-treat patients together on the
0: Yeah, that we're we're my mom would be happy about that too. So <laughs> we'll make that work.
1: So I love um, what you're doing. I love and I'm really excited to be here with you today.
0: Great. Yeah. Well, we'll um, we'll dive in. I know you prepared a slide presentation that I'm gonna drive here for us. So let me just okay. do that here and make sure everything looks good. Can everyone see that? Um, I'm gonna play. Awesome, so can you see that well, uh, Marie? I can see it perfect. Okay, so you have the floor, I'm here for support, and then we'll have a, um, we'll do our, this is an experience. Uh, Dr. Marie wants to not only educate you, but also to have um, an empowering experience today. So we're gonna do a little bit of um, talk and experience, and then we'll have some time for Q&A at the end. Perfect,
1: yes, when I, um, Came up with a topic for this. I had no idea that we would be where we are today. So it's um, we certainly are living in very intense and uncertain times. And so I wanted to create a, a presentation that not only will you learn something, but I want to offer us some healing too. You know, some some energy clearing and some tips um, that will hopefully be supportive to everyone um, as we go forward when we really don't know what you know what's ahead um so then you can go to the next slide Mm -hmm. so this slide um energy is everything and everything is energy so energy really is the blueprint for our physical reality so it's the blueprint for our health systems for our bodies um, our beliefs our um, relationships how we interact with people there's energy that affects Pretty much every aspect of our life. And so it's really a field or a terrain that we can use to support ourselves. You know, as we tap in and as we learn more, we can apply different principles to ourselves. And that can really help us with being resilient, with being more grounded, with being more embodied, and to really manifest the life, you know, that we really wanna be living. And now more than ever, going into energy work and, and learning these different concepts, I think it's almost becoming essential because I don't know that the human race really signed up for the reality that we're living in with so much toxicity, so much stimulation, and not only that but such um, disconnect from what I think we really need, which I'll, I'll get into more, which is I think a really healthy connection to the to the earth. Um, so. Because there's so many of these forces that affect us, my intention for us today is to you know, create some empowerment, to boost our resilience, and to really promote ongoing self-care, especially for those of us who are empaths. I definitely identify as an empath, and there are a lot of us who are empath- empaths today. And so I think self-care has become um, quite essential. Mm-hmm. So we can forward it and energy anatomy. So each topic that I'm gonna go over today can really actually become like a field in and of itself. Like we could do a whole lecture on you know, each topic. And I wanted to start out with by saying that we really are energetic beings in a physical body. So we're 90% energy and 10% physical matter. Each of us has an inner healer, an inner guru, a higher self, or a core essence. We all have an aspect of the divine within us. And I feel like now more than ever, we'll we'll take some time to connect with this next, but this is a a concept that's really gonna be a powerful resource for all of us um, as we navigate these times. We have an auric energy field that has several different layers and levels to it. And we also have a chakra system that communicates with our organs, also communicates with our emotions, and communicates in a two-way street with the outside world. And the chakra system, interestingly enough, develops just as an infant develops. It goes through a series of developments. Um, There's a really great book called Eastern Body, Western Mind. So as an infant is developing, his or her chakra system is developing as well. So I kind of think of it as part of our physiology and part of our anatomy i want to talk a little bit later today about the first level of our energy field this is a type of energy that's more dense and it's non-spiritual energy and it can actually be repaired there are tools that i can share with you that you can take um, for yourselves and do some of your own energy repair work once again, I think that our energy systems is a field of hidden potential. You may be hearing how people are doing like biohacking with you know taking different nutrients and doing different lab tests, et cetera. I think that I'd like to create a field of energy hacking because I think that we need to just explore this, this terrain to um, just negotiate a future that may be very different um, from what you know where from where we originated. Then we also have Hidden influences, I won't be talking about all of these today, but within our energy system, you know, live some unprocessed experiences. You know, our inner child is part of our energy system. If you believe in past lives, that very much can impact how we live um, in our current lifetime. And then there's also ancestral patterns that influence us. Okay, the next one. So the true self. So the true self is just knowing that at our core, I believe each and every one of us is resilient and each and every one of us is powerful. So as I mentioned, this is the part of us that's connected to our to the concept of our soul and the part of us that's connected to the universe, to the divine, to God, whatever your paradigm may um, kind of recognize as true, we have a part within ourselves that is, Always connected to that, whether or not we realize it. And cultivating this connection is a really powerful resource when we're healing. The true self, it kind of runs through psychology, through energy work, and through Buddhism. And so, in psychology or Jungian psychology in particular, it's known as the self. And Barbara Brennan, she um, uses the term core essence to describe the true self. Um, and then in Buddhism, it's they call it the natural state. Mm-hmm. So we're here to really live from the place of our true self or our authentic self. And a part of that is to really become fully incarnate, to be, become fully present in our body so that we have this amazing powerful vehicle to be living from that place of our true self or our authentic self. So I wanted to actually do a little visualization now to um, just connect with that energy. So just find a comfortable position. If you need to make do a couple of stretches, maybe take a sip of water, just kind of get comfortable. And with your next inhalation, just set the intention that you're bringing all of your power and all of your energy back to you, back to this very present moment. So if you've been busy on different calls or on videos, you've been doing, navigating other things this morning, now is your time to just be fully present with yourself. Maybe just allowing your shoulders to soften. Allowing your jaw to relax, your forehead to relax. Letting your breath flow smoothly and easily. And then just slowly becoming aware of the space between your shoulder blades at your back, just inviting that space to soften. And connecting with your chest or your sternum, your your heart center, inviting that area to just feel safe. And then next, just slowly begin to imagine a spark of light in your heart. So it can be in your physical heart or it can be in your heart chakra. So just kind of connect with your heart, maybe imagining a crystalline spark of light. And as you breathe, that light can become more luminous. It can become more powerful. It begins to radiate. It begins to shine out in all directions. And this is the light of your higher self. That divine part of you that has all of your best interests at heart. That part of you that knows exactly what your body needs to heal. That part of you that supports your creativity, your healing journey. And just let that light shine all the way out in every direction. Let it shine in front of you in back of you, above you, beneath you and let it shine out to your whole right side and to your whole left side so that you're really cocooned and supported and held in this Safe field of energy of your higher self. As you breathe and visualize this, you have this field supporting you. It's going to attract people and experiences that are for your highest good. And it'll also be a protection. It's when you're connected to this essence, this vital support and you let it guide you it really is a a natural protection so just take another couple deep breaths just kind of holding this visualization and you can have this field be close to you if you feel like you need containment or if you want to create a bubble with it you can imagine that it expands and so you're held more in a bubble, just seeing what feels right. And so, from this space, connected to our true self, our higher self, we'll kind of explore the next topic. <laughs> Don't go too deep, Dr. Uh, Christina.
0: We're getting too zenned out, yeah. We're on to the next slide, I think. (laughs) We're on to the next slide. Here we go.
1: And this is a shift in energy, so kind of remembering what we just held with our true self, like always having our best interests at heart. We also have some shadow stuff as human beings. And so our work is to be aware of the shadow and to integrate it, because the more we are aware of the parts of ourselves that we tend to avoid or disown, the more we're empowered to make choice. So when we're empowered to make choice, we can really be able to live from the true self. And so um, just touching on what trauma is. So trauma is when we don't have as good access to that energy that I just mentioned. So when we go through um, any episode in our life, um, in this life, or it could even be from generations before us, when we've had um, an event that leaves us with the belief that we aren't loved, that we aren't safe, that we aren't worthy, that we aren't enough, we kind of integrate that, that becomes kind of like a guiding principle for our operating system. And so what do we want to do with that information is we want to protect ourselves. We want to protect ourselves from those situations that will create those same um, triggers that cause that belief in the first place. And so these beliefs are created when we're little, they're created by the age of three, and they can influence about 90% of our reactions, which is kind of an amazing thing when you think about it. So when we kind of delve into this um, un- unseen stuff, the shadow stuff, I believe we can actually start to change, You know, we can start to change those beliefs. Um, so some of these beliefs, you know, this idea that we need to protect, what it does is, it creates an energy of, okay, well, to be safe, I need to stay here and never change. You know, I think this is why a lot of people can stay stuck because it's so threatening to make a change because making a change, um, can bring up those, you know, those old beliefs or those old feelings. Um, and so this is why the the true self is such a powerful ally and a powerful resource because what we want to do is to always feel supported and resource to be able to make these changes. And I just wanted to mention a few different types of trauma that I work with in my practice and that I see um, as areas that can really support people in moving forward and healing and being empowered. And so it can be from a past life. It can be from our ancestry. It can even be just choosing to like come into this lifetime. You know, a lot of us are extremely sensitive and you know, our higher self said we're gonna incarnate again because there's problems on planet Earth. And but that also means, oh, look at the density and the darkness that we're, you know, having to dive dive into. So it's just that act of deciding to come into um incarnation, that can be met, you know, that can be traumatic. I know that's thinking on a really um, you know, that's kind of out there to think that but it's actually true, you know? Um, And then being, even just gestating in our mother's womb, that can be traumatizing. We often don't think of that um, as well, but if the mother, um, you know, has stress stress in her life or even stuff that she had in her lifetime, we hold our experiences as women, we hold them in our womb space. And so, and if the baby is really sensitive, um, that can influence, you know, everybody's a little bit different in their sensitivity level. And then just as we go through our de- developmental tasks and stages, something that may seem relatively minor for a, a sensitive soul can make, actually feel you know, pretty threatening. So this in and of itself is you know um, a big topic, but I just wanted to, to touch on that um, because the more we kind of learn and integrate, the more that you know, we can heal. Mm-hmm. And then we can go to the next slide. Um, So this is kind of an extension of what I just mentioned, that we have a younger part of ourselves that lives within us. And this younger aspect of ourselves is the part of us that we need to tend to when we feel triggered. So if we ever feel like, oh, I'm back and I'm 16 years old again, like I go home or, or somebody triggers you and you just can't shake that feeling, like it's just you repeat it in your head, or it just bothers you, then that really means that you're coming from a younger place, that that interaction mirrored or was really similar to um, something from your childhood. So that 16-year-old stands up and she's like, I know how to get through this. I'm just gonna shut you out. And so what the work that needs to be done is to bring safety, space, and nurturing to that younger, part to let them know like, you know, Hey, I'm actually an adult, you know, I'm in my forties and I got this. So <laughs> bringing healing to that aspect of ourself. And this is, you know, a, a really, um, it's an ongoing process. So we are actually in charge of giving our younger self something that we may not have received from, from our parents. And it's a way if we find ourselves repeating similar patterns in, relationships, um, at work, or even with our health, sometimes there's, you know, this can be at at play as well. So it's something to look at. And next slide. (laughs) Um, So I wanted to just mention that there's a couple different healing paths, and I really like both of the healing paths, I think they work together. And I wanted to just kind of compare them. The path on the right, the path of transformation, I believe ultimately is what we need to be doing if we want to transform our life and our health. Um, So I'll kind of start by talking about the path of liberation first. And so this is more like the meditator's path. it's like the, being like the yogi in a cave kind of going away from society um, involves like an upward current of energy, really connecting to the upper realms and connecting to that true self energy that I kind of guided us through. It's more about transcending the, the shadow and really becoming okay with everything, you know, just kind of becoming okay with your life, with your health. And the risk, I believe, of this path, when you're not also doing some transformational work, is that you're doing, you can do some spiritual bypass work and you can kind of escape the body. So you kind of become okay with your reality and you may not be making you know, big changes. All that being said, I think meditating and utilizing this path is extremely important and powerful. And I also feel that it needs to be balanced with this path of transformation. And the path of transformation to me is more the shamanic path. It's going through these different life experiences, embodying them, integrating into your body, really going through some of those those shadow parts that I mentioned, um, working to transform your life and your health, having your true self as a guide um and just really being you know really being present and being embodied you know in this incarnated lifetime here on on planet earth um so they're really it's really just two different ways of um going about things and I favor more the path of transformation because I'm a healer and I want to help people feel feel better. Maybe as I get into my 80s or something, I'll do like more you know silent meditation and things like that. But I just wanted to kind of make that that contrast because I think that's something that um, just is important for people to be able to distinguish.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, that's great. Yeah.
1: yeah. And how do you get started? So get started by getting grounded reconnect and regrow that root chakra. So we all have a root chakra and the root chakra is our vital connection to the planet. And I feel like as we've become so evolved with um, the modern world and technology and the speed of things, all the information, our root chakras aren't as connected as they once were. And so when I do my um, energetic body work with my patients a lot of I, I spend most of my time now working on the root chakra um, getting that root chakra to get reengaged with the earth and really having a healthy foundation and a strong root chakra I think it's the hidden fountain of youth the more you can really connect deeply to the earth there's all this energy just waiting for us to receive and it's, so it's a really powerful practice it helps to build our resilience it helps to build our in, innate immunity it helps to create you know good good and healthy boundaries so it's really the anti-aging medicine and nature is always there to support us we need to remember that we are of nature you know, we need to become more like plants. There's, I think, five weeds that are resistant to glyphosate. Mm-hmm. So plants know what they're doing, right? So if we eat these weeds, um, is that going to help us too? Maybe. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I really think, you know, modern, the modern world is throwing a lot of stress on nature, and the plants are respond, responding by becoming more and more resilient. So I think that this is a forgotten pathway, just bringing our energy down into the earth. Um, And I think it's something that it's taken me a long time to learn how to do this. And I will say that I finally have a teacher. She's got like a root chakra the size of Texas. And that just being around somebody who's like that grounded, I think it's taught my energy system how to be grounded because... I was the, the ungrounded kid like I just kind of left my body I, I learned like I kind of coped with my childhood by like having you know daydreams and things like that so it's been work to just kind of get more in my body and get grounded and when we are grounded and connected to nature that's how we heal our inner child so that's how our inner child can be really resourced and supported um, I wanted to just share some symptoms that I associate with a root chakra that needs support. Um, So chronic anxiety, um, difficulty sleeping, um, if someone doesn't feel safe, um, being forgetful, startling easily, maybe being clumsy, bumping into things, um, having poor boundaries, like poor energy levels weakness or weak immune response and then I being grounded can actually also really improve our digestion and our elimination and so just start by really reconnecting with the earth and I saw somebody made a comment about connecting to the moon cycles yes we are really connected to the moon we have a full moon coming up this week and I feel like when we just kind of get in tune with those cycles it can begin to guide us and it can begin to support us Um, so I think let's do a grounding visualization. So just kind of connecting with your feet, with your legs. I like to have people imagine that from the waist down that um, our legs are in the earth so that our legs are, if we were to be like become like a tree, that our legs are the roots of a tree. So just kind of breathe a little bit with that image, that imagery that, you know, maybe the earth is just kind of filling your room that you're in all the way up to your waist. And you've got these legs that are roots in the earth. And the legs can, we can send our energy all the way down our legs. And then we can also fill in and receive energy from the earth. When I do this visualization, I sometimes have people imagine that they're like gardening, you know, that feeling of putting your hands in the dirt. And I'll sometimes like to incorporate the earthy essential oils cedar or vetiver other ones that just are really grounding and then sometimes i'll have people just visualize the root chakra so you've got your legs that are the roots of a tree and then this is kind of funny but i visualize you know you see like the bright orange traffic cone visualize almost that there's a traffic cone going from your pelvic floor, the tip of it at your pelvic floor, and the wide mouth just goes deeper and deeper into the earth. So between your tailbone and your pubic bone is the tip of that root chakra, and then the wide mouth just goes deep into the earth. So this cone of deep red light Breathing and imagining that. It's going all the way down. So you've got this really supportive root chakra. And it helps to balance the nervous system. And then just knowing that you can do this visualization on your own and you're sitting, you know, on the earth, that's a really wonderful way to incorporate this. And if you're just walking down the street, sometimes I'll have people just imagine with each footstep that they're kind of making a red, footprint to connect with that root, root chakra and it's a structured energy so it does well with um, walking or movements like marching. Marching in place can be a good way to structure the root chakra and I can send you guys a link to a, a soundtrack um, that my my really grounded teacher that I mentioned, her name is Patricia White Buffalo. And she recommends like building the earth, the root chakra by marching and listening to a drum beat. So coming back. (laughs) We're all gonna have to take a nap after this. (laughs) (laughs) So coming back and we can go to the next slide. So this is a really interesting concept of having a vertical axis of energy. So like a tree, so energy from the root chakra all the way up our whole spine, going out of our crown chakra and going up to whether you want to connect with the sun or the heavens or the stars. We want to build this vertical axis of energy because not only is there unlimited resource for us, unlimited energy resource for us. But it protects us from our external environment so with everything that's going on in the modern world there's these big fields of energy big batteries of energy and this is a concept that i learned from a colleague and teacher um, dr mark dunn he has a system of healing called conscious systems and he basically teaches that from the chin down we're kind of swimming or wading through energy energy that's not ours and so this could be emfs this could be politics this could be the pandemic this could be facebook this could be corporate america this could be basically any agenda any topic anything that we may really identify with you know our country of origin our ethnicity being a father being a mother being a healer being a lawyer anything that kind of defines us is a field of energy and I think we want to be able to choose what we're plugging into and you know, what do we want to unplug from, you know, social media, there's a lot of energy there. I had to kind of do a lot of clearing work from somebody who did some psychic attack on me recently over social media. So I was like, never would I have thought like a post on Facebook could have that powerful of an impact. So it just really raised a lot, le- another level of awareness of energy. Um, and how there's so many unseen forces. So building that vertical axis gives us more resilience and more autonomy so that we don't have, we can have these cords, you know, we all have jobs, we all have relationships. We can have these cords to those different relationships and to those different identifying um, aspects of our lives, but we don't want it draining us. We don't want it taking from us. So we want to, you know, build awareness, I think of, you know, somebody who has maybe, I think the CEO of a company who works like 80 hours a week, they're really being, you know, they're getting something from that position, they're being well compensated, but yet their energy, they have a big plug into that. And I think this can be why a lot of people can kind of crumble when they retire, because they're losing that force, they're losing that connection. And interestingly enough, I think that this is, can be behind consumerism because if we can't resource from the earth we don't have that strong network, that strong vertical access, we want to plug into things to get our fix. We want to like online shop or um, go into social media or um, just connect with external batteries of, of energy. Um, if we don't have the strong vertical access, we need to get, you know, fulfillment from somewhere from, you know, relationships, etc. So the work is to continue doing the grounding, to connect with the higher self. And then um, I always, I, I know in Seattle, there's not a ton of sun, but I, when there is sun, I think it's a great way to just fill up, to just really, um, I think we're, we're like plants, we need to be filled with sunlight. And you can even visualize that if you, if you want to. Um, but just becoming aware that we really are chin deep in energy. So. Yeah, we can go on to the next. So So boundaries are critical now, and especially for empaths. And so empaths, um, those who are sensitive, a lot of healers, we have a tendency, it's kind of innate in us that we wanna help or we wanna support just kind of the very nature of our being um, is to be of service. And so we can have a tendency to, you know, take on other people's stuff or to over-merge. So it can become a balance, um, you know, helping but not losing yourself. And strong and healthy boundaries are another, like, I think, another lifelong practice. And I had to learn to become comfortable when others might be uncomfortable. Because I think one of my childhood things was, oh, I'll you know help somebody, and that's how I felt you know appreciated or loved when I made somebody feel better. So that kind of sets up the pattern of, oh, well, I'll just take care of the other person. But it's like, well, what about me? So then you go through these different um, stages where you kind of have to learn, you no, know, no, I actually do need to say no, and practice saying no, and using the, your throat chakra to set set up that boundary. And when you set up a boundary like that, your whole body responds to it. So your immune system will get stronger. I think of the immune system, the GI and the skin all as boundaries. And so if somebody has a skin issue or a weak immune system, or there's some digestive um, unrest, I'm, I'm kind of asking them, what are what are your boundaries like You know, when you're at work or in relationships? And a lot of times like, oh yeah, I have a really hard time saying no. So part of the treatment plan is like, okay, well, that's, we want to work on this because this is actually making, I think, making you sick. Um, and then as we did at the beginning with the true self, using that energy that's at our core and really shining it out. And that can become, you know, a boundary. If we're walking through, we're wading through all of this, you know, external input in, in our environment, um, so I can't, you know, underestimate how important, you know, boundaries are. Just are just so critical and so important. And it takes practice. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's go on to the topic of energy repair. And this is um, once again what I learned from Dr. Mark Dunn. We can actually go back and repair our energy field. So when we someone goes through a, a breakup or has, you know, an experience that's been you know stressful it can cause some damage to the the energy system so you know with heartbreak you know the structured energy around the heart heart does get broken so we can through visualization go back to that moment in time and repair and reclaim that energy so there is an aspect of energy called structured energy it's in the first level of the energy field and it serves more of a physical function. So it's non-spiritual energy. And it's kind of how you would describe how the muscles can attach to the skeleton or the um, frame of a car it, it attaches to the chassis. So it's this energy that supports structures and body systems. And so by building up the first level of the field, um, we this is a great way to repair boundaries and to support immunity and So I think I'm going to do, I'll do a kind of a guided visualization for the the last couple of topics with the boundaries and the energy repair. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so just close your eyes and just imagine that you have this connection above you and below you. The energy of the earth can completely run up your spine, all the way up, up, up to the top of your head, up to the sun. And then the sun can shine back down, down, down your body, down your spine, down your legs and out your root, down to the earth. So breathing in and energies coming up. all the way up to the sun. And exhaling, is coming back down. So just establishing a strong vertical current of light. Earth energy can fill you up and sunlight can also fill you up from above to below. And then next just begin to imagine that you have your own energy field all around you. So you've got this current that's supporting you, giving you limitless energy. But you've also got this bubble of light around you in all directions. In front of you and back of you on either side almost like an arms distance of length above your head and below your feet so this is your sphere this is your safe space and then just begin to notice you may get a visual or you may just get a feeling or a sense where does this space need support? Is there energy that's missing from your particular energy field? And just notice that. And then connecting with this higher self, Just see if there's any information. Is there any person, any interaction, any topic that's affecting your energy? Something you saw or heard or read or a conversation? Just kind of see if something bubbles up, something that you've been working on. Just see what might pop up. And if something pops up, take a snapshot. It doesn't have to be really clear. It's just an intention to kind of freeze that image or that event. And then intend to bring back all that's yours, all of your energy from that interaction, from that event, from that experience. There's energy that's still been lingering there. It needs to come back because your body needs it for healing. And when it comes back, it may look heavy and dark. And don't be afraid of that because the structured energy is actually a heavier energy because it has a physical function. So keeping that event or that interaction in mind and holding that, freezing that in time. You really want to reclaim everything that's your power, everything that's your energy that has to do with that moment in time, with that interaction, with that event. So you just inhale and Manifest that connection and reclaim, magnetically reclaim that energy. Breathing it back into your lungs, into your heart. Letting it fill you back up and then just knowing that you can do this on your own even after a work day if you've had a really busy day and there's been a lot going on and you just want to um, get grounded and clear and really reconnect to your vitality you can just do this on your own so just take another breath and slowly come back as you're ready Go on to the next one. I wanted to just touch on, I love doing the family constellation work because we're all part of a system that influences us. Our family um, is part of a greater energy field or a group soul. And that energy field contains information. So when our ancestors had experiences that weren't witnessed or weren't processed and integrated those experiences kind of get coded in the ancestral field and the descendants carry that information and a lot of times that information really influences our experience in this lifetime and so this is a really wonderful modality to explore our connection with our ancestors and to witness some of what may have been unresolved or unprocessed. And as we kind of bear witness to what their experience was that enables us to have freedom from carrying that, um, that burden or that, you know, that, that energy with us. So there's, you know, this um, ancestral field within us with, and that's coded in our DNA. That's another aspect of who we are in this lifetime. So we can go on to um, energy clearing. Think of it like brushing your teeth. (laughs) You know, we brush our teeth twice a day. I think we need to be clearing our energy field at least once a day, if not twice a day. And, you know, we don't think about it because we don't see it. But I guarantee that if you start to think about it, you're going to feel better. Because, you know, especially if you're an empath, we can be like these little air filters, kind of picking up stuff. And sometimes, you know, it's great if we pick it up and we move it right through. But sometimes it just, it can get stuck. Um, and I used to have an office, uh, a clinic, like three blocks from the White House. And this was before I really had dove super deep into like energy healing. And I had a real big problem with insomnia. And I also, at the end of the day, I would look like I had dirt under my fingernails. It would look like I had been gardening. And I was so embarrassed. I'm like, what do I have? Like, what is this? I couldn't figure out what it was. And um, one of my mentors, she's like, that's energy. She's like, that's literally like stuff you have to clear out. And so the more I started to clear, the better I was able to sleep as well. And so for me, I love being outside. I can clear a lot if I'm able to just like go for a walk. And um sometimes I'm not afraid to just like plop myself down on the earth, even if it's just like by the side of the road, I've parked my car. I mean, some people might be like, are you okay? I'm, like, <laughs> I'm like, no, I am earthing. <laughs> so that's my thing. I just like, I need a patch of grass to like put my feet on, to sit on. And I feel like I do a lot of clearing that way. And it's also your intention behind it, right? You you know, you know, have to have an intention and then build a relationship with it. So when you first start doing something, like, well, I'm not really sure that it's working. I don't, you know, I can't tell, but just keep doing it and have that be an intention because um, the more you can clear, the more you're going to have autonomy. So for empaths, it takes time to build up the boundaries, but you can always be um, doing your clearing and there's so many wonderful ways. Um, I like doing like a salt bath or doing a salt scrub maybe sometimes i'll mix essential oils in the the sea salt i love the lime essential oil um i love i feel like that clears energy really well you can do like a wonderful room spray um if you're lucky enough to have like a stream that you can go to when you hear the rushing water that's a really powerful cleansing potential you can just send your energy into the water just imagine that your chakras are connecting with the water um, you can do a meditation where you're you listen to the sound of the water and you kind of pay attention to your thoughts and you just let the water just really um, clear you. you can even listen to a recording of water if, if you need to um, just absorbing the energy from nature so the Sun the wind the earth the water we are element made of the elements. so in ayurveda and traditional chinese medicine we're elemental beings so we can literally make a date with nature and fill up and you're going to feel better afterwards um and then at home our space we can make our space really sacred so if you've been wanting to declutter but you've been stuck and you've been thinking about getting support go for it it will you'll feel so much better if you, you know, hire somebody or or have a friend come over and help you declutter. It's like, when you clear that out, you're actually clearing yourself as well. Um, Sacred sounds, you can play healing chants or classical music is really great for just clearing a space. If you feel like there's heavier, darker energy in your home or your work, you can um, play classical music and, you know, if you go somewhere else you can leave the classical music playing for like a day and it's just gonna clear that clear that out um what else so burning um sage is a little bit strong for me but a lot of people love sage i will use like frankincense i'll use palo santo um but i like to get flowers and i feel like the flowers really kind of enliven a space as well so just so many different ways and like i said It's all about your intention, and if you're connecting with the moon cycle, you can think about okay, the full moon. I'm gonna maybe put some of my stones on the windowsill, or maybe it's time to just kind of infuse the the energy. There's just so much, you know, heaviness going on right now that I think we need to to pay extra special attention to keeping things clearing and keeping things moving. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: And I think we're getting close to the end. So last but not least, the power of vision. So like I mentioned at the beginning, we are all energy and there is an energy blueprint for our physical reality. And so in the shamanic paradigm, we're all connected to the fourth dimension. And so this is the sleep realm or the... Shamanic realm or the astral realm, and when a shaman, a shamanic healer does a journey, they're kind of seeing into that realm, and what are they seeing or what are they they're noticing? Because within that realm, um, there's images and metaphors for our current lifetime, for what's going on in our current lifetime, and we want to start seeing from our heart center. So our heart, you know, when we connect with that realm of energy we're kind of seeing from our heart rather from our our linear thinking and so the more that we um visualize what we want to manifest in our life in our world the more we're creating that imprint the more we're creating that blueprint within that fourth dimension so you know physical reality, reality follows that blueprint. So visualizing to create that blueprint. And that's why I think um, vision boarding is, is really a great tool. And maybe doing like a guided meditation um, before doing the vision boarding so that you're kind of coming from this place of your heart. Like your mind has all of these ideas of what you wanna expect, um, manifest and create. A lot of times the universe has something even better you know, waiting for us or better in store for us. So when you do a vision board, I just encourage you to do it from the place of your heart and not think about it too much and just kind of put those, those images down and you'd be surprised at um, what you can start to create, what you can start to create that way. So I believe that brings us to the end of the topic. And we did, um, I'll kind of leave it up to you, Dr. Christine. So we did a few different meditations. Mm -hmm. I could do another one. I think we've, got like seven minutes left or so Mm -hmm. I can do another one or I can answer questions I don't know what your thoughts are
0: so I guess let's answer a few questions Marie and then I want people to learn how to connect with you and if we have time we can you know maybe um have some type of closing um connection I think that would be really nice um so Eileen was um saying um you know, that finding silence is in nature is really helpful during this, you know, COVID situation. And then, um, which is great. I think that that's really important to be able to connect and um, listen, right? Especially with all this stimulation. And then um, Colleen is asking about, um, can you clarify what a vision board is a little bit more? Oh, yeah. So this is just using like a poster board or
1: construction paper and then gathering images, either from magazines or newspaper or images that you print. And you're literally just making a collage. Like at the end of of it all, it's it's gonna look like a collage. Um, But the idea is that you're putting on the board, you know, what you're kind of, people do it like each year or sometimes twice a year, like, oh, here's what I wanna create in 2020 or 2021. And you're kind of capturing it
0: in images. Mm-hmm. Awesome. I've I've done a lot of that work um in my own life. It's sometimes be careful what you wish for, right? Um yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> um, so just some um great insights in the chat. Um and then um maybe some so Michelle's asking, how do you protect yourselves from absorbing negative energies? I mean you gave us some tools and some visualizations, but I know since um you do this work all the time, maybe a couple other pearls. Um, of not even protecting yourself from negative energies so grounding that's
1: going to help you so much that's the thing for protection is really being grounded and the more you work on that the more you'll be able to tell when you're not grounded Mm -hmm. um and then you'll just kind of I can tell when I'm not grounded is my left ankle starts to feel kind of (laughs) numb so my body starts to speak to me so grounding is like the is the key um and you can always you know you can send things you know down down to the earth and i think we're going to be it's hard to not absorb things just given the world that we're living in so grounding and clearing are my go-tos and then really shining your light out if you work with any um helpful energies like if you have connections develop that relationship and really ask for it. You know, I follow, um, I love Dr. Christian Northrup. I don't know if you follow her, Chris, Dr. Christine. I follow her on Instagram and mm-hmm. she's like, there's so many angels that want to help, but you need to ask them. Mm-hmm.
0: So. That, you told me about her book about, um, energy vampires. And I, I have a lot of empaths as patients. That's
1: energy. a great book. I'm glad you brought that up because that's a great book that she goes into yeah. protection.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I recommended that to a handful of patients who really felt mm-hmm. that that was helpful. Um, and then um, I guess, oh, Kathy's asking Do you have any um, insights to maybe the shamanic or energetic um, interpretation of tinnitus, that symptom of tinnitus? Do you have any cynical pearls or anecdotes around that?
1: Yeah, so it's, you, um, I don't know if you can do a shamanic journey or have somebody do a journey for you, but you could do a journey and see like what's coming up, but when there's, ringing in the ears i think of a couple different things is there too much stimulation coming into the nervous system like are you over stimulated do you need i would think of grounding for that as well so when somebody's got like migraines or anxiety it's like too much energy in the head and needing to like really resource and pull it down to the extremities so i would think of that for tinnitus um and then it'll be interesting to see what Luby's Hayes book says, heal mm-hmm. your body A to Z, just to see like if there's an affirmation mm-hmm. around that. Um, and then we can talk to our bodies. So mm-hmm. asking your ears, like, is there something I need to hear? Is there something I'm not hearing? Kind of creating that dialogue. And literally, is there something that your body wants you to, to listen to? So I think of those things and especially the, the grounding.
0: Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. awesome great tools um so marie before we close so in case people have to hop off just if we're a couple Mm -hmm. minutes over the uh, noon hour um i want people to find out um how they can learn how to work with you or um you have an upcoming program too that you're developing i was reading about can you just share a little bit about your work and how people can connect with you because yeah um, Marie is a gift. And if you feel drawn to work with her, please, you know, follow that, um, you know, call because she she's helped me and my family and my patients in so many ways. So, um, so
1: yeah. Yeah. yeah, so I'm in the middle of like a website rebuild right now. It'll be done hopefully in like less than a month. Um, but I'm launching a program of tools and techniques that i benefited from in my healing journey and it's called from weariness to warrior s Mm -hmm. and it's really becoming how to become empowered and embodied and so i'm wearing all my hats at once the naturopathic medicine hat and the energy healer hat and so it's a five month intensive healing journey um, where you'll get all of me you'll you'll get two visits a month and um, customized homework ranging from nutritional healing, um, homeopathic remedies, herbal remedies, and then energy exercises, uh, rituals, um, to really help people shift in a, you know, in a way that encompasses you know, many levels. And I always offer a free 20-minute phone chat if people wanna connect with me and just ask me questions. Uh, every month I do a guided full moon healing journey, which I'll be doing one tomorrow. And so my email, they should be getting the email and the, the replay, but it's drmarie at drmarierodriguez.com. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I'm open if you have, you know, if things come up and you have questions um, after this, this talk. That's how you can
0: best um, connect with me. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. I'm so excited to hear about um, you putting that program together. It sounds awesome.
1: Awesome. Thank, you. Thank you. The pandemic gave me some space
0: <laughs> I, know, I know it's like a reinvention time and I think you know the silver lining what gifts can come out of it so yeah. um so Marie do you want to just um you know close our hour together in whatever way feels um I'll do I think we'll, let's do like just a short closing so people probably I know you probably have to get back to work
1: um Dr. Christine <laughs> so let's just kind of bring our energy back and it's been an honor to be with you christine and thanks to everybody who showed up And just kind of remembering these new concepts maybe some new maybe some not new of you know being grounded just there's so much out there that can pull us in many different directions so just if you were to imagine that the sunlight was over your head and it was just pouring into your body from head to toe, that there's this downward current just going down into the earth. Just breathing that light into your heart. Just connecting with that light of your higher self that's in your heart. So light pouring in, light filling you up, light being sent down to the earth. If your spine and your arms and your legs were like tubes, they could just be filled infinitely with this light from the sun. Just pouring in, resourcing you, and connecting you to the earth. Just feeling that downward energy of connection to the earth. imagining that root chakra that deep red cone of light going all the way deep into the earth and then just imagine that as you become more and more filled with light that it begins to shine back out through your skin so you're just held in this cocoon of light this protection and then with the next in-breath this cocoon of light is able to repair it's able to reclaim any of your energy So once again, just light from above, filling you up. Behind your eyes, your sinuses, going down your throat, to your heart, your digestive system, down your legs, down your arms. Fully connected with the earth from the waist down. And then just imagining your field of light all around you, your safe space. And as you receive connection and support from the sun, You fill up your bubble, your sphere. And you exhale and just send anything that's not supportive back down, down, down to the earth. And just one more breath in. Filling you, nourishing you, and strengthening you. Feeling feeling your legs like roots of a tree in the earth. And magnetically breathing back all of your power, all of your strength from head to toe. And then just slowly coming
0: back as you're ready. Thank you, thank you. Yeah. What a wonderful way to um, you know get on with our day, right, and go to the next thing. So Re- thank chat. you for Put reset. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. So um, so everyone, the replay will be made available as well as all the great information uh, that Dr. Marie shared and how to connect with her. And if you're jo- joining us for our lymph and hormone cleanse that we um, are launching at the moment, uh, Dr. Marie agreed to do a full moon meditation for wow. our... So, that. Your mom yeah, Oh yeah. Oh, good. Hi, <laughs> Kath. Um, all right. Well, um, Marie, it was so lovely to be with you today and I miss you and um, I'm thank looking forward to you. seeing you. Thank you. so much. You. Yeah. And thank you all uh, for joining us live. And again, we will um, be in touch shortly with the replay. So thank you. I'm going to sign off and um, hope to see everyone soon. Bye. Thank you, Christine. Bye.